face. That's your game face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Consistency in episode two. This is going to be fun. This is when it starts to get awesome with the podcast because we go into all the things we like to talk about in fitness. Right. Yeah. So 100%. consistency in the gym, like super important thing is whatever program, whatever modality, whatever gym you're going to, whatever you're doing in life in general, consistency is key. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I like to, I like to divide it into two categories. Like there's, Actually, probably like more like three categories. But anyway, two the the, the ones inside the gym, like consistency is really going to be like in line with like how you're moving, first off, and then consistency is going to be like how often you're dedicating to making sure you get into the gym. So like the first set of consistency there, the first part of consistency what I'm talking about, like as far as movement goes, is that like you have to consistently continue to move better or try to strive to move better. So if like we're consistently trying to strive to move better, like if I First things first, you should be perfecting your technique with any movement we do, right? Well, then here's the thing. is like if you want to add in intensity, you got to consistently move that weight or, or move or do that movement consistent like that by technique wise, consistently right over and over again at faster speeds in order to actually achieve the intensity of the workout. So if we <clears throat> aren't able to do that consistently, then we need to like dial in technique a little bit more. Um, like that's the first part of consistency I like to talk about as far as like just inside the four walls of the gym. The one that everybody kind of like can kind of relate to is I think the consistency as far as like showing up, not every day, but consistently when even no matter what the workout is, uh, you're going to show up to the gym and get it done, especially if it's something you hate working on. Like nobody likes to go in there and row a 5k on the for time on the rower. That's, consistently boring to do but it is something that people need to most likely uh, go after uh, and especially get get it done um, it's fun to move heavy weights it's fun to do some cool gymnastic skills it's it's fun for all that kind of stuff uh, and it's also it's also fun to do the workouts we like but it's also better for you in the long run but making sure you get in the gym to do the stuff you don't want to do like that's actually going to help you get fitter because if you don't like to do it most likely you're not very good at it so if you're consistently avoiding those things, then you're going to blunt your fitness or your, your, progress, your, your progress. I feel like it's the same way with drills and, and technique work. When you're doing things from like the blocks or you're doing pulls, you're doing holds, they're not sexy, they're boring to do, and you can't just do them once and fix your, your issue. Like the clean and the snatch, any of the Olympic lifting really, they're so technical and they're so hard to do and you're constantly working on them. If you listen to any Olympic lifter that's like really good on podcasts or whatever you're trying to to do, if you listen to them talk, they train technique, 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 and these are the best in the world that 100%. still train the technique. So, I mean, talk a little bit about the drills that you have to do and, and how often, like when you program them, how often you have to work on them in the same sort of consistency and intensity with that. Well, when we're programming like technique work specifically, like if you want to go in order as far as like the hierarchy of importance, as far as like with just movement, you know, first things first is technique, consistency, and then intensity. And that's with just like, uh, I would say a typical crossfit workout. Now, when you're talking about getting better, like as far as like movement wise, like just by itself, like one single modality or basically like one movement by itself, the clean and jerks, 
a lot of the times what coaches are going to do is break that movement down into into progressions. You know, that could be the first pull, which is like to <clears throat> to the knee, the second pull beyond the hip, all sorts of things. But as far as drilling, like hitting those target uh, techniques and drilling those inconsistently over and over again, it's get, hitting those positions and doing those at lighter weight or even like manageable weight, as I like to say, that's going to most likely correct issues that your coach is seeing already. So like they may tell you like to do clean, like in a workout, do instead of doing the full clean, we're just going to have you do clean pulls at a little bit heavier weight, just kind of get used to like hitting full extension with the hip or anything like that. And they're going to make you do that over and over again because they want to see consistency in improvement in the technique itself. Like if they're not seeing it, then they got to usually try something different or lower the weight, uh, whatever it may be. Um, to make sure that that's done. But those drills are super important because you have to break the movement down into, into separate parts in order to, as a whole, get better at it. But then like, do those like, over and over again so you create that muscle memory. 100%. And like, and that's why if you're, when you're going through those progressions, like the first, like my favorite one is like the, uh, the Bergner warm-up, the Bergner warm-up, if I can talk. The Bergner warm-up, <laughs> like, I probably in the in the classes I coach drill like anytime there's like a snatch any snatch movement that's like a, I always do that drill with with them and they've done it to death but at the same time I still am correcting like small little things in each part of it for each individual athlete over and over again and they've gotten progressively better at it because they've taken the time to practice that technique and consistently practice practice that technique um, and that's how you get better. Yeah, you don't even notice it. Like with consistency, that's one thing that um, you'll kind of just progress, and you won't really know why. You'll just be there. It's you'll just be at a at a certain point. You'll just be like, like I look back. If I go right now, I look back, and uh, I was actually talking about this with Kim the other day. My max snatch was ninety five pounds, and my max clean and jerk was one twenty five when I started like that was, that was my max. And, and then you look like, you know, I'm complaining one day about not being able to hit 245 and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, look, look at where the consistency of showing up and drilling and working on these things the whole time. Like that's how you get to the furthest point. So you won't even realize that you're moving you're moving these things until you actually take a look back and go, Oh yeah, I know where I came from. You know, the consistency made me get better. Yeah, exactly. And it's that consistency inside, you know, inside the gym, the consistency with doing the technique work, the consistency with doing all sorts of things inside the four walls of the gym. Eventually at the end of it, like when you kind of, like you said, look back at where you came from to where you're at right now, like that's the culmination. Like that's what we're working towards. Um, and that's you're going you're going to be able to look back and say wow look where i look where i was and now look where i'm at right now and feel pretty good about yourself as opposed to the people that don't like don't take the time to do those things like and they're gonna they're they're gonna see like i said like a blunt in their fitness and blunt in their progress and things like that because they always avoid those things that they know they need to be hitting and and deep down they know they need to be hitting it as well but they're they're not doing it and like that's the difference like that's the consistency we're talking about yeah, and the, one of the tricks that I use, I mean, I don't know if it's a trick or it's the way I'm hardwired or what, but I just, you give me a program and 
I show up every day and I do that program. Like I, I don't focus on what tomorrow is going to look like. I don't, half the time I don't even know what it is till I open up my phone, you know, or look at the whiteboard. Like, I don't know. I just know that I'm going in and I'm going to get, I'm going to get all this work done with the intention of that work for that day. And if I did that, it was a success. I won. I go and I do it again the next day. And I do it again the next day. And every day is exciting because it changes. I don't ever pay attention to it. And then, uh, then before you know it, you're like, oh, wow, cool. Like I'm improving. I'm getting faster. I'm feeling better, you know? And then I notice it when I, you know, if I don't go in the gym for, uh, for, uh, an extended amount or I change my program style. Like if I stop, if I want to work on strength and I'm not doing so much intensity, I'll notice that my capacity kind of goes down a little bit and my, you know, when I'm working on the strength, but my strength numbers go up and those sort of things, but keeping your, like just grinding with the intention of going in and doing it every day for that day. Like you're not thinking about tomorrow and you're not thinking about the past. You're just going in and doing it today. Yeah. And that's like the old adage, you know, like little by little, a little becomes a lot every single day. You know what I mean? So like it, it adds up once you start doing it. Um, and then that, but that's the thing. It doesn't, it doesn't add up unless you're consistently doing that every single day. Like it will never add up. So if you want like all the progress and all the work you're putting in to add up to like your ultimate goal, you have to consistently put in that work every single day and approach it. And that's an awesome way to do it as far as just taking it day by day, because you try to look at it in, a, in the huge big picture, it seems like such a long road. And I'm not going to lie, it is a long road. But if you look down that path, like where you want to be to where you're at, like you're never going to feel satisfied. But if you just, like you talked, like you just talked about like attack and approach each individual day. And like by trying to get a little bit better each each day or a little bit better every single week, whatever it may be, you're all of a sudden, like that's going to add up like that. That's consistency. And like, that's a good way to compartmentalize consistency, like, and make sure it's manageable and not something that seems like almost impossible to maintain. You can get it done if you really think about like the hours you have in the day. If you're consistently trying to make sure that you uh, manage your time well, um, it's it's going to happen. Now, what I mean, I wonder how what the best delivery is, or how you can help people understand because nowadays we have such a instant now, now, now. Yeah, we talked about how you know a little goes a long way. You have an instant now, now, now. You see somebody do a muscle up, and you want to do a muscle up right now. You see somebody do whatever it is, whatever little skill work it is, like handstand walking, holding a handstand, handstand push-up, strict, you know, deficit. You name all the different like skills that you can do, pistols, all of them. And uh, you think about how they look at it and they see that and they just want to go do that right away. Like I'm, everybody's the same way. You look at it and you want to just go do it. Like I, w- I wish I could do it. There's so many small little tiny parts to a skill that are so like un if if you want to say uncrossfit style or on that like where you're just going in throwing things on and moving it like I'm doing a clean and jerk you know and it may not be perfect form but I'm doing a clean and jerk well you can't do a muscle up because you don't have the technique down correctly or the strength or whatever so you have to go in and you have to work on these little tiny drills and it's it's as simple as ring rows, dips, like static holds, negatives, all these little things. You're like, 
these are not like I'm doing this in front of the class. This isn't sexy. This isn't like what are people thinking about me? What what like how come I can't just get this? It's just body weight. Or it's just this, and being able to show up and do those little drills over and over again instead of getting sucked into like I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna go for it every day. You know, and working on these little drills every single day instead of going I don't need to do them today I'm just going to do pull-ups and that's it or whatever and that's you know that's honestly like I think the best way to combat that want it now syndrome like as a coach between you and your athlete is to be honest with them like about what the program is going to entail and what the journey is going to be like to get from it's not even really point A to point B it's more like point A to point W you know what I'm saying? There's like a lot of different, you know, point, there are a lot of different paths, like and points along the way that you have to hit in order to get there. So if you're talking to someone like and, they, and they're asking you like, hey, I want to get a muscle up, you have to break it down into what skills and, and like pre, prerequisite skills and strengths they already have and what they need to possess in order to get to that level. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you break that down for the athlete um, and how like how long it's going to take to get there and what it entails to get there. It, it makes it a little bit easier for them to, I'm not going to say comprehend, but for them to wrap their heads around in the sense of like, okay, I, now I get what it takes. Because I think sometimes like they don't know what exactly it takes to get there. They think that if they just, uh, you know, spend a, a month more, a month longer in the gym, work this, that, and that, next thing you know, they're going to have muscle up. But then there's really a lot more entailed into it um, when you, especially when you're talking about high, you know, like high advanced skills. You know what I'm saying? Or even like. It's kind of, and the way you can kind of break, I break it down simply for them is like if they have, if you wanted a 500 pound back squat and you're only squatting 225 right now for your max, they can wrap their head around not realistically in a month being able to add another 275 pounds onto their weight. And I have to, and so if you kind of equate it into that, like lengthwise, like or time wise, like where they're at, as far as like how long it's going to take. Uh, I think they're able to kind of grasp it, but that just takes like, that takes being honest with your athletes about where they're at, where they're and where they need to get to, or even breaking it down, like into like, that's one way to do it. Or even breaking it down into smaller goals. And like, that's where we talk about like, you know, like goal setting, like specific, you know, measurable and attainable, like, okay, like you can't do, you want to muscle up. That's cool. Do you have trick pull-ups? No. All right. Let's work towards that right now. And then we'll talk about the muscle up once we get there. You see what I'm saying? And then you break it down. But if you, it's because sometimes it can, that can be overwhelming too. If the journey's too long, it may seem like, eh, I don't want to do that. So you just kind of like try to make their goals a little bit more specific. So that way consistency is easier. I dig it. I dig it. The next thing with consistency and probably the last thing that we can touch on that, uh, is super important for beginners <clears throat> or people just trying to lose weight. And you talked about just showing up to the gym every day. And that is a difficult process. Like for somebody that's, like that never really has worked out or maybe has let themselves go or whatever. And they're trying to get back in the gym and it's an intimidating sight. I always have a ton of respect for people who can be that vulnerable to come into a place and show up every day and you know, and they're, they're overweight and they come in every day and they lose that weight. Like that is some, that, that takes a lot of things mentally to overcome. A hundred percent. Like that's, I keep saying 100% over and over again. I hate when I do that. <laughs> but anyway, I, I hate when I keep wrapped in on what they – yes. And because that's a harder thing to accomplish and it's going to take 
more time and like a, a lot more consistency in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have like <clears throat> a stellar Olympic athlete that wants to try CrossFit for the first time coming in and they're going to be able to succeed a lot faster at certain skills that are presented there because they already have, they're already ahead of the curve as far as like in certain areas. But someone that's just trying to get fitter or trying to get more healthy and has spent, I would say, years in the unhealthy side of the sick, you know, as far as like on the wellness and sickness continuum, that's going to take a lot more consistency inside the gym than they probably are giving us credit for. And it's not just like coming up and showing up every single day is trying to get like doing what you're what you're supposed to be doing every single day as far as like fitness wise and making sure you're hitting the intended like purpose of the workouts so you're going to and then there's other things as well obviously on top of that that to make sure that they're actually getting the time in the gym to get better it's a lot harder for someone that like i said like we were just talking about a little while ago sees the journey is so long to get there to try to stay motivated and stay with it but if they do, they're setting themselves up for you know, long-term health. You know what I mean? And so that's a lot harder to, to, to get it down. I'm not going to say that's an easy thing to do. But like you talked about earlier, if you just take it a day at a time, a day, one day at a time, and not try to look at it in such a big picture and more like in a small, manageable picture type thing, it's going to get easier. Because eventually it's like, it's going to become part of a habit and, then, and habits are hard to break. That's right. That's right. That's where you see the success. Once you break through that wall, once you get through that wall of like, Oh, it's so tough to show up to the gym. And then it becomes a habit where you're like, Oh, I want to go to like, I, this is a need now that I need to go to gym. Cause I created that habit. The yep. rest is downhill. You've got, you've created that momentum. It's like that snowball and it just gets bigger and it's like rolling downhill and then you can't stop it. It's like, whew, it's, it's great. That's how you yep. do it, man. For sure. All right. There's episode two. Episode two. Down off the way. All right.